Well, the news we've all been waiting for has finally happened. Aaron Rodgers is a new York Jet. That is breaking news as we come on the air. Don't be breaking that trade down. And OU football spring game action, as well as some other spring games from across the country. And also, what's happening in the NBA playoffs. Some teams are already on to the next round. Some are in dogfight. We're going to be breaking all that down and more. Before we get started, make sure you follow the podcast on any streaming platform, anywhere you get your podcast. Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, Spotify, anywhere. At Burgers and Brats. We'll stay up to date with listeners on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. So, Cole, Aaron Rodgers is officially a New York Jet happening today. Uh, I mean, are you surprised it took so long for this trade to finally happen? No. No, no. Maybe a little bit longer than I thought, but when you are just spent a first round draft pick on Zach Wilson and you're at a moment where you're trying to decide if you want to invest in a 38 year old quarterback it's tough so I think there was a lot of weighing back and forth there and I'm not I'm not trying to compare those two those two are definitely on opposite you know waves of football Uh, but they were a 10 win team last year Nine or nine win team, like you know, mm-hmm. nine and got out, or ten and they tied and get out. I don't know, but they were up there. They were above five hundred with Zach White, Wilson, Zach Wilson, <laughs> a bunch of no names. Yeah, was it was it Mitch White? What's his name? Mike, Mike White. White. Yeah. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know they had Joe Flacco for two games, mm-hmm. right? But that quarterback room was awful, and they were a ten win team. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to you have to give. The Jets going into the year, you know, 12 and a half, 13. I mean, they're immediately up there with Buffalo and Kansas City Mines. Really? They already have the defense, and now you just gave them a four. Like, he's in a position to win. He got Gil, he got uh, Wilson at receiver. He's He had over 1,000 yards. He yeah. was, I think he was, like, right below 1,000. Did he get over 1,000? I'm not quite sure on the stats on that one. But, like, he's got, a, he's got, he's going to, he's going to do fine. He's, 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 they're going to, they're going to be a great team. Um, I think immediately it's New England's like, oh, shoot. Because New England ran that division forever. Mm-hmm. And they are going to be the four seed. Yeah, they, New England will definitely be the last team in that division. That is a stacked division with the Jets now. Buffalo, of course, and then Miami with Tua. I know you're not as high on Tua, but... That team is Miami yeah. is still better than New England. Yeah, in my, in yeah. My opinion. So the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, pick number fifteen, and a twenty twenty three fifth round pick. While the Packers get the number thirteenth pick, twenty twenty three second round pick, sixth round pick, another twenty twenty four second round pick that could become a first if Rodgers plays sixty five percent of the plays, and the Packers don't have to pay Aaron Rodgers anymore. So I think this was a great trade for the Packers. I, they got way more than they should have. I mean, this was everything was in the Packers' court because Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah, get me there. The Jets were like, oh, why would you say that? Because now we I, don't have to give up as much. But I they still on, gave up I'm a lot. I'm on the complete opposite side. I, I, I think the Jets won that trade. Because of just Aaron Rodgers can take them so far. Well, I mean, it's not like you 
essentially lost two first round picks, you got one back. You got the number fifteen pick yep. there, so you, at least you like at least you got one back, right? I, the Jets know what they're doing, man. The Jets know what they're doing. I mean, this is not I'm this just... is not the Jets, the Mark Sanchez butt fumble Jets. <laughs> this is a, a ten win team that's now getting a, a Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. I, it's just a tough division too. You got to go into Buffalo win Miami. You could get one and one. I, I'm just not sold. I they'll be a good team like they were last year. I'm just you know and how uh, let's flip side it. Buffalo. I'm like oh man, shoot. Now we got to go into the Jets. We might go one and one. We could go and two. Maybe. Like yeah, we can flip side this all day long. But I mean that's what it comes down to. You're a ten win team that's getting a a, a, a drastic. This is not no Deshaun Watson to Aaron Rodgers miniature upgrade. This is a drastic upgrade. You're yeah. not having to do it in a draft. You're going to be able to still go get other needs in the draft without it being the most important player on the football field. I, I For this draft to be a win, also for the – or not the draft, I mean, this pick to be a trade. You got me thinking about the draft. Uh, pick to be a win for the Jets. I think they need to – they have to win their division honestly, for me. Or at least be a pretty decent seed and then make it to at least one to two AFC championship games. So I'm So otherwise what are you trading it for? You're not you're not winning anything. You're not getting anything. You have to win the division too and at least be able to make it to the AFC championship for it to be a win in my eyes. So anything I would say anything below five seed is a loss. Because mm-hmm. you should be at worst the first wildcard team. Yeah. Right at worst, you're the you're the worst. You're the I mean you're the best wild card team. I mean, I can see Buffalo beating out the Jets. So I'm not saying it's a it's a loss if Buffalo ends up beating out the Jets. And it's I mean if they're a 12 and five team and Buffalo ends up going 13 and four, like that. I mean I'm not gonna base it off that. Rodgers if he's 12 and four, 12 and five, and he's the five seed, like I'm trusting 12 and five Jets, Rodgers. And I already know we already know what he did with the Packers in the playoffs. Over any weapons or team he had in Green Bay. I know he beat my Pittsburgh Steelers one year. <laughs> but other than that, like his his playoff postseason has been known to go downhill. Yeah. Every every game it just goes downhill. They can't get over that hump. I mean, they went to four straight NFC championship games, couldn't even win one of them. He gets to play in the cold though again, uh, when it comes that time, so that does help him and his team against the opponents, but yeah, I just think for it to be a win for the Jets, they have to make it to at least an AFC Championship game because they haven't been to one in yeah. decades. Yeah. They haven't won a Super Bowl since '69 with Joe Namath. So, what so. does he have? Two years out on his deal? Was it he signed a three-year deal with Green Bay last year, and then he just played a year, so now he has two more years left on his deal? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I would say if they make it to an AFC Championship game. That's that's a success. He does not have to win the Super Bowl. In order for this to be a successful move for the Jets, I agree. I think I think if you win a Super Bowl, you're like, heck yeah, this was 100% worth it. If you make the AFC Championship, yeah, worth it. I mean, you can bring joy to a fan base that's never has most of these people have never experienced it, even yeah. getting there. So, and who knows what like two more years of Zach Wilson getting developed and maturing. How well could he? How much could he actually learn from under Rodgers? Yeah, 
So, yeah, it won a lot. I mean, we have to think of that aspect too. I mean, Jordan Love waited his time. If Jordan Love goes ball out these next two years, then the Jets could look at it on the flip and be like, hey, let's be patient with our quarterback at that too. Yeah. And let's have him learn and the same guy Jordan Love did. Hey, and Zach Wilson said, if they bring in a experienced quarterback, I'm giving them hell. Wait, it's going to be a fun quarterback battle. Quarterback battle in the no, middle. <laughs> absolutely not. Zach Wilson needs to change his demeanor there. Yep, yep. He needs to change his demeanor. He needs to know that it, no matter how well, I mean, if he goes in the preseason and he throws four touchdowns a game with no picks and he has 16 touchdowns, no picks, after four preseason games, this dude's the backup quarterback. He has to know that. Mm-hmm. Know that and gain as much knowledge as you can, man. Yeah. These next two years of you just being backup are pivotal. Yeah, maybe. They, they, these next two years that you that you learn and you develop and you develop your mind, that will turn into a multi-million dollar contract later if you apply yourself. But if you don't apply yourself and you just think you're a hot shot and you end up, you're going to be out the league, man. And that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. And, so. yeah, I mean, it could be an Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes situation. It really could be. I mean, Wilson's already had some experience, too, more than what Mahomes had when he came in. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think Jets – I think the Packers got a pretty nice trade for what I thought they would have got otherwise since Aaron Rodgers had already said that, yeah, give me to New York no matter what. So I thought they got a nice haul for that. But, I mean, Green Bay just – I mean, you just look at their downfall. I mean, mm-hmm. four years in a row in the NFC Championship game – and they lost their best wideout. They lost their best quarterback. And it to was the Jets. and it was always it was always when are we gonna give Rogers these weapons? When are we gonna give Rogers these weapons? And no, I was like, no, let's just get rid of Rogers. Mm-hmm. Let's get rid of his best weapon. It yeah. still amazes me that they went that route. Yeah, I can see that. All right, let's talk the OU spring game. Uh, fun game Saturday. Tyler Murray celebration, come back home, getting a statue revealed getting a halftime ceremony. So, uh, sixth largest attendance in college football for the spring game. Out of all the college football spring games, OU had the sixth best. It was good to see all those foreign players back again. I didn't get to go. Cole, you got to go to the game. What was the atmosphere like? I know it wasn't as much as uh, as good as last year with Baker Mayfield and 75,000, but pretty good atmosphere and everything with Kyler coming back and second yeah. era Brent Venables. I mean, it was good atmosphere. I feel like the the game went on. It slowly died out. Uh, a lot of the fans were gone by halftime. The buildup was good. The buildup was fun. The buildup was a lot of exciting. I think the speech he gave before the game makes you want to just, you know, yeah. run through a brick wall for this guy. Yeah, I was watching that on the TV. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm amped. I, I could go out there and play right now. I'm about to run through something. On the flip side of that, he also said one line in there that I did not like. And it felt like he was setting the season up for failure. Because at one point he said that he was telling his team, this is brotherhood, and you know brotherhood got to be patient. I think he was kind of letting them know that, like, we're not, we're not there yet. And I, and I know, as an OU fan, after the seasons we've had prior to this, like, we ain't there yet, right? We're not – this is not going to be our year of a national championship or of a playoff, but what could what could it develop into is an amazing season. I fear that we're going to be looking down and we're going to be celebrating. Win a number eight. 
winner number eight, baby. And I just, I, I want double digit wins, man. Mm-hmm. I think we're there. I think we can do Big 12 championship. I think we can look at it like, hey, if this was an eight team or 12 team playoff, we're in. Like, we should be up there by season end. I agree. I, yeah, I mean, looking at that schedule, too, you should not lose a game until you get to Texas. Texas. So that's 5-0 and o right there. That's five, that, that, that should be, like, that should be chalk. That should be permanent marker. Mm-hmm. If we're 4-1, and one, I mean, 4-1 and one can turn into 7-4 and four real quick. Because yeah. that's that is easy competition. It's going to turn into Big 12. I will not be happy as a 4-1 OU fan. This has to be a 5-0 and o start. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, anything less than a 10-win season for OU fans is just it's abnormal. Uh, so I'm, it kind of sucks. Like You're like, nine wins will be okay. Okay, I can, I can live with that. And, and Yeah, nine wins, I can live with that. You go, go, you go nine and three and you go compete in a bowl game, you go nine and four, like, I'm okay with that, right? You win that bowl game ten and three, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, that's, I, I'm, I'm understanding that, but we cannot be looking down at this and thinking, oh my goodness, are we going to make a bowl game? Because yeah. we did that last year. <laughs> we did that, and we, can't, we are not that program. No, yeah, it, making a Big 12 championship would be a major step in the Brent Venables area, and I think it would set up, even especially for recruiting uh, for that next year. And then who knows, uh, losing a Big 12 championship can still put you in a, a near six bowl game. So uh, that can still happen. Uh, kind of some stuff to take away from the game. I got to watch the first half mainly, but O-line just – did not look good. No experience at all. They were getting beat the whole time. Uh, passes blocked. Letting their uh, quarterback passes get blocked, especially with Jackson Arnold. The run game was not there. Everyone was in the defense was in the backfield. I know we got some great defense transfers, but O-line just did not look up to par. Uh, and we know they started off bad last year, but this looks even worse, especially with losing Antoine Harrison and everything. Uh, but they look good once they settled in. Offense looked good once it settled in the second half. Dylan Gabriel finally got the ball humming. Jackson Arnold looked pretty good in the second half. But uh, 10 players caught passes. That's a good thing. Cole, I mean, last year we had, like, what, four wide receivers playing football with us. Uh, depth. We yeah, have, we have depth we this have year. Four, we have four, <laughs> four receivers. I mean, we were in Wildcat a lot last year. It felt so, like I mean, that might be one receiver on the field. It's just – I'm ready to get back to our normal 35-plus a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tackling looked a lot better as well. We have tackling not was, seen that. Tackling was amazing. Ta- tackling was a big improvement. I will say that the tackling was really good. Um, the, the defensive line was quick to make penetration. Um, it was just good. The, even the run game was uh, – they had a couple runs, but the run game was even stopped at times. Uh, the, the offense just looked weak. I think that was by a strong defense. Yeah, and I mean, you wanted to see a strong run game because you had that great bowl game performance that saw Chuck and Barnes. But, I mean, they really didn't get anything going at all. I'm, I mean, maybe this defense line is so good. You have to take with a grain of salt, obviously. A spring game, you're going against your own guys, and you can't draw too much criticism for each because uh, who knows. But defense line, dude, they might be pretty good. They, I want I to wanna say they're going to be pretty good, but who knows. Uh, obviously, this is Dylan Gabriel's team. But that man Jackson Arnold, with that what fifty-six yard touchdown run in the first, like that was just like his first second possession. First I think. possession, second play. <laughs> or was it? Was it that? It, it was close. It was. It was, it was pretty it, early. So I mean, 
this man can get it done with his legs. Need to work on ball a little bit. Uh, he had a dime at the end of the game uh, in the fourth quarter to Gavin Freeman. He's got to take a big step up. So it is dime time. But Jackson Arnold might be on those heels of Dylan Gabriel. Because if it's taking – last year, we remember, it, offense took forever to heat up. Took forever. And they took forever in the spring game. So if they're taking that long, it's not going to be a good year on the offense side of the ball. So defense going to need to bail out. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I don't know if we were kind of talking – if I was talking to you you about this off air or talking to my family. But, you know, I think the recipe for what – Venables is doing is going to be to success in the SEC because the SEC is defensive football. Yeah. Right? So I think that's going to be better because we however we might struggle in the Big 12 because there's just some offensive minds that like any any team I mean Tech can go up there and put up 40. If our offense comes out slow we have a turnover in the second quarter, lead off of three punts. Like, we can lose to anybody too, and that's what scares me. Like, the the defense can go so far. Bama has a great defense, amazing defense. Georgia, obviously, they still score forty points a game. Mm-hmm. So, Georgia has a great defense. They still score thirty to thirty three points a game. Mm-hmm. So, I think last year we struggled. I don't know how many points we did in the game. It wasn't over 40, and it wasn't over 35. And you need that in the Big 12. Yeah, you, you definitely do. And, um, yeah, I mean, we won plenty of games. There was a lot of game management also last year. And then Dylan Gabriel just missing open guys, uh, throwing it over their heads. Got to get settled in early. Defense, top of the defense playmakers. I mean, Desan McCullough, man. That dude was balling. What a great transfer from Indiana. Peyton Bowen. Turning his head. We had a cornerback that turned their head to intercept a pass ball. When have you ever seen that? You haven't seen that in your lifetime here. Uh, and then uh, Reggie Parson, the defense player from Texas Tech, all look good on the defense side. Offense, uh, you're going to have to have Freeman. Freeman's, Gavin Freeman's going to have to step up. Uh, Farouk, I mean, that man can ball. Just get him the ball. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, I mean, we ran a lot with jet sweeps last year. He looked good. Sawchuck, and then Stoops. He's going to have to be, I mean, he comes in clutch when he gets his, what, two passes a game that are on fourth down. But he's got to get more than that, have more yards, get more targets, because that man is Mr. Reliable. Is So is the de- defense legit? Defense is legit in my eyes. The defense is going to be, I mean, we're talking top top 25 defense this year, I believe. That's all you need. That's all you need. I mean, defense wins championships. Worried about the offense? Worried about the offense. Mm-hmm. Very worried about the offense. I am too. Uh, I, I'm, I'm worried that the offense could take a step back. After after watching the spring game, man, like, it was just frustrating. I mean, part of you thinks as a fan, going to go see some excitement. I mean, these guys are probably not wearing shoulder pads every day. Like, let's let these guys not let these guys. I mean, we're not just going to be easy on defense. But, you know, seeing the fans – See, you know, the, a leading drive by Arnold would have been great. Just confidence. But let him just sit in the pocket and throw a couple dimes and let it, let it look good. Mm-hmm. And then develop into a game. And, I mean, that's what I think. I mean, they used to do that with Bradford. I remember Bradford's first spring game. I went to it. I just I never forget it. We, I mean, his first drive was just amazing. His second drive was amazing. And then he started to slow down that defense and started to play. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> he ended up being a Heisman Trophy winner, one of the best. Yep. I mean, he got confidence. I mean, he got a rhythm going, and I think I think you just need to see that a little bit. But I don't know. I'm not saying take it easy, ease up, or you know, not work hard. But it'd been nice to see some good things happen too, and I didn't see many of those. <laughs> it was a pretty crazy, pretty pretty crazy game, especially with the scoring and everything. But transfers are going to make a major difference this year for OU. Alright, uh, talk real quick about some of these other spring games uh, just going through. Colorado. So their spring game attendance in 2022. 2,000. Less than 2,000 in 2022. Can you tell me how many went to 2023? 2,000, I would say up to... How many, how many did OU have? We had 47. 47? No, no, no. No, we had 57. 57. I'll say Colorado. 54, I'll, say, I'll say Colorado had... 35. 47,000. Wow. Yep. Wow. I mean, that stadium only fits about less than 60, I'd bet. Maybe right at wow. or so. So, yeah, from t- less than 2,000 to 47,000. I believe we had 54,000 at OU. Uh, Shadow Sanders and Travis Hunter connected early. Uh, touchdown pass. Sanders, Hunter, probably going to be legit. But Colorado, the, day, the weekend after the spring game, 15 transfers in the portal. They have 15 guys who just left the program. Wait, what? Yeah, 15 Colorado players. There might be more by now. By the time you listen to this, it might be more. But Monday during the day, 15 transfers what? in the portal. What happened, dude? I mean, some of these guys aren't going to play. and I mean, I don't, I'm don't. i not I'm not I huge have... on Coach Prime, man. I, I'm really not. I, I, yeah, he's okay, but I, I'm not sold. I really, I'm really not, especially at Colorado. It's gonna take him a few years at least. Okay, but I, I I saw that the guy who had the leading yards in the game, he entered the transfer in the, portal in the, in the spring game. He answered he entered the transfer portal. I didn't know fifteen people did. Fifteen. What's going on in Colorado? I I don't know if I want to play, work for San, play for Sanders. I mean, he just seems like a it's all gone to his head. Speak for it yourself. Really has. Speak I for really yourself. Has. I will. I am. I would love to work for Sanders. <laughs> Dion, if you need some help, man, I would love to come help. I, I'll, I'll go help in Colorado. I'll be, I'll, be a free, <laughs> I'll be a free helping hand. I'll learn as much as I can from you, develop my coaching skills, and lead me somewhere else, or just continue to stay underneath you as long as I can, yeah. man. I, I mean, that would just be amazing. Like, it's, it's nothing on Prime, but I just, I just don't, I don't see it. It's hard to win there, too, but I, I, I just don't see it there at Colorado for sure. But uh, Notre Dame, they landed Sam Hartman in the transfer portal this year. Well, stay in Colorado for a second. You, okay. know, you know his boy is, like, top 20 in, like, Heisman Trophy. What, like, All right, well, Spencer that, Rattler was number one. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, that's the worst bet ever. Do not yeah. bet on that dude. <laughs> that's the biggest collector in their money. Yeah. They should have just put him top 10 and just get a bunch of money right there. Oh, my goodness. I could have put him there. People would have fell for it. Uh, Colorado, I mean, they'll probably be a – Maybe a six-win team. What they win three games last year. Oh, you Pac-12 is not hard. You don't think you don't think they'll win? I Maybe seven. Pac-12. Actually, Pac-12 look. Pac-12 might be pretty decent. Isn't Bo Nix returning? You got USC, UCLA. Um, Bo Nix is still in college. I swear. I swear. I swear he is. Dude, I remember his his <laughs> freshman game, bro. <laughs> he was at Auburn against Oregon as a true freshman, right? Yeah. Like that was so long ago. Yeah. So I mean, you. 
Pac-12 has got a few decent teams, so I'm, they might go six, seven wins. They could maybe get lucky, get eight. Oregon State will be pretty good too. So it depends on their schedule. I haven't looked at their schedule, but uh, Notre Dame, Sam Hartman, thirteen of thirteen, one hundred eighty-nine yards, two touchdowns. Jaden Greathouse, eleven catches for one hundred eighteen yards. This Notre Dame offense could do pretty good. I mean, they were a top. 10 team most of the year they had that tough loss versus Ohio State and then I think they got ran out the gym by remember what team it was no. yeah they got oh it was Marshall like the following week and then they were like finished top 10 team but with Sam Hartman as their quarterback I think they're going to be pretty legit uh, coming into next season Nebraska no Casey Thompson due to injury bad product but Matt Rule's the head coach I, I think I think he'll get Nebraska humming along a little bit at least decent bowl game this year. I mean, maybe not this year, I but following year. Yeah, Matt Rule in Nebraska. I think he'll do pretty good uh, up there. Uh, give Where's Scott Frost go? Nowhere. He on the uh, couch? He, he is in Barbados right now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, he, they gave him as many chances as they could, but. What? No. Yeah. And then LSU, Jalen Daniels is back. I mean, pretty pretty decent quarterback. I, I like Jalen Daniels a lot. Uh, 10 for 11, 168 yards, two touchdowns with a 70-yard pass. LSU might be pretty dangerous next year. I mean, made it to the SEC Championship, got beat by Georgia. Could be back. Could Face be the back. dogs, yeah, could be back. All right, anything else on spring games? No. All right, let's move on this day in history before we talk some NBA 1990, the Hubble Space Telescope is uh, heads to space. 1990, that's a long time ago. Uh, 19, er, 1986, the disaster at Chernobyl. 1986, I thought that thing was like a long, long time ago. And then 1950, can you tell me the first African-American who was drafted into the NBA by the Boston Celtics? 1950, first African-American drafted into the NBA. No. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? We can know Jackie Robinson and everything, but we can't remember the NBA. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, Chuck Cooper. Chuck Cooper. Yeah. Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. <laughs> you got his jersey hung up? No. I no. Probably, probably. They probably do. They probably do. Uh, happy birthday, Barbara Streisand, Ella Fitzgerald, and Al Pacino. Just watch The Irishman. Good movie. Uh, happy birthday to all those people. All right, let's start, talk some NBA. Which game you want to start with? The boring series with the Nets and Sixers. Let's go. Just real for quick. It. I mean, sweep, 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 sweep. Sixers sweep the Nets. I mean, yeah, like two close games in there, but otherwise, Sixers just dominated. Joel didn't play for the final game. They didn't need him. It's it, just an embarrassing product for the Nets. You thought they'd be pretty good, especially with Mikel Bridges. A lot of flagrants and technicals James Harden getting thrown out in one game Joel Embiid kicking some dude in the in the jewels so it, it was a crazy kind of crazy series but the product shooting the hoops was not as fun uh, Sixers getting an easy win easy series win over the Nets and they, who are they going to move on and play against most likely I uh, believe who is it gotta tell me with this one can't remember there. Can't remember. I'm looking. I believe it's what the king or the. Listen, that series was a cakewalk. 
James Harden got ejected one game. Oh, it was, it was kind of feisty. They came back. The Heat came back and won tonight. Yeah, live on the air. The Heat. Talk about this game real quick. Milwaukee was up eighty-two to sixty-nine, I believe, late in the game. Jimmy Butler had thirty-two of their points. Giannis was back. Wow. Oh, Jimmy Butler, fifty-three points. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Turn this game on, Cole. Where's I, the remote? I feel like we gotta go watch. Turn this the game line. on. I mean, it's a it's a done deal. It's done deal, but I, I feel mean, like we basically, gotta, we gotta watch a live highlight. That's insane. I mean, the my so. Talking about this series, yeah, Sixers easily beat the Nets. Uh, Milwaukee, no Giannis, and Giannis, problem. Milwaukee goes down 3-1 to one against the Miami Heat. That is just incredible. Is that correct? I think, it, I believe it's 2-2. Two to two. No, it's 3-1 it's it's to one right now. It's about to be 3-1. Wow. to one. So, I, I mean, Tyler Hero getting injured early in, I mean, first game in the series, breaking his hand. He's out. Giannis gets injured. Uh... First or second game, I believe, and then he was out for game three, back for game four, and I mean they had a big lead in game four, but Miami coming wow. back and winning. Jimmy Butler fifty three points in this game. I mean you gotta go to the play by play. I mean Brooke Lopez thirty three and eleven. I mean, Miami, there was no help, man. Eight minutes ago in the game, they were down by 11. So, uh... Down by 12 with six to go. The biggest help Jimmy Butler got was Bam of the Bio 15 and Gabe Vincent with 10. Those were the other two highest scores right there for Miami in this game. Milwaukee, you had Lopez with 33, Giannis with a 26-point triple-double, Middleton with 14, and Holiday with 14. So I th- this series, it looks like a number one seed is going down in the first round wow. of the of the NBA playoffs. So Milwaukee is in trouble. I mean we've we've seen the last few years teams are coming back from three one deficits, and I I mean one hundred percent this Milwaukee team is a team that could come back and beat this Heat team for three straight games one hundred percent. But it is shocking to see that the Heat go up a commanding 3-1 in this series. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a wild comeback tonight. That's, I mean, they'll take care of business and he will move on. Yes, I mean, what, next game goes to Milwaukee? It goes back to Milwaukee for one game. So. He will take care of business by game six. All right, let's stay in the Eastern Conference with the other game, uh, Atlanta and Boston. Boston, a commanding 3-1 series lead over Atlanta. Atlanta tried to make it, make it close uh, the other day, but and ultimately ending up falling short. Boston, just Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I mean, they are so dominant. Uh, when they score, each score 30 points, they only have one loss. And that is the greatest duo statistically of all time. Uh, I think 22-1 and one when both scoring 30. So, I mean, statistically, that's the greatest duo, uh, scoring duo right there. Boston just dominating this series. Trey Young really hasn't showed up uh, much in this series like he should. Neither did Jontae Murray. 
expected both of them to ball out, that both of them needed to ball out in this series to at least stand a chance. I thought it'd be a little closer in this. I thought it'd be a little Trey closer. Young has played one. pretty good. Has he? Trey Young has played really good. Trey Young has played what, what really, really, really good. I mean, he scored 35-32 in the last two games. All right, so just not help. Not much. What's help. Murray done? What's Dante Murray done? Murray has not done a thing. All right. So there's your there's your mistake right there. Yeah. Trey Young can't do it all himself, guys. He can't do it all himself. Um, so I think Boston back home for Game Five. I think they probably close it out in five games. Yeah. All right. So, staying. Let's finish the Eastern Conference. Knicks at the Cavs. I really wasn't excited for this series, but I thought it'd be a pretty good series nonetheless. I thought it'd go seven or so. The I I I wanted to pick New York. I wanted to pick New York. I mean, every game has been close. They're up three one in this series. Jalen Brunson, King of New York. Why y'all trade him, Cole? Why you trade him? Yeah. <laughs> Pay the man. It's so frustrating. His his daddy's on the team. <laughs> his daddy's in New York making 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 business moves. No, I want Dallas to resign him. Basically locking him in the house like they did with Daniel Jordan. <laughs> oh man, they're they're gonna they're gonna take care of business as well. Uh, probably gonna. Probably gonna have to do it back at home, I imagine. So, every Eastern Conference series is three to one right now. Every single one, incredible. You know, I, if we had Jalen Brunson though, we never would have got Kyrie. So, yeah, that's a good I, thing. I, I, well, I like Kyrie. All right, we'll Listen, see. Re- rebuild the team around Kyrie and Luca, and get rid of everyone else. So, I mean, we're not talking about the Mavericks. We're talking about this team, but. That's what I would do. Alright, now let's head to the West where the games are way more exciting. Like, completely more exciting. I, I'm going to start Suns and Clippers. I mean, somehow this is a series of a 3-1 lead, but it, it should not be. I mean, Westbrook deserves all his flowers. He's been balling in this series. It, it's just been hard to watch because he's had no help. I mean, no Kawhi, no Paul George. Kawhi playing one game in this series and then just nah I'm good just going street clothes Kawhi so mental health break he, he's going he's going through <laughs> some serious stuff right now that is true but it, he said his legs were whatever was hurting so I don't, I don't know my manager's always injured I, I I'm, I'm done with Kawhi I'm done with him I can't take it anymore dude needs uh, health up whatever that means He's got a health up. Kawhi may just be the greatest player of all time that people don't talk about. He's never even made it to... Dude, he ends <laughs> three-peats. He ends three-peats. He was not... He, he helped, eight. but he still had he Tim, in... Ginobili, Parker. He had 40-year-olds. And he was a 20-year-old kid, and he won the freaking finals MVP. He he ended, and he did it again when he was with Toronto. He ended it with Golden State. He Quite, KD did get injured in that series, though. He does not let teams win three wings in a row. He's never done it with the super mega team. He may just be the, the 
the superstar that no one really talks about. Yeah. Because, I mean, it doesn't... He misses a lot of games. If he doesn't miss those games, my goodness. If he was perfectly healthy as Jordan and Kobe and LeBron and had that durability... Yeah, I mean... He'd be up there in five or six rings, I bet. Yeah, I mean, no one ever hears from him outside of when he's at a press conference for a basketball game. He doesn't, doesn't do anything, but... Uh, the Suns have been a major benefit of this whistle. I mean, they had 46 free throws in Game 3 of this series. 46 free throws in a game. That, how many of that, you know how many of that's in the fourth quarter? I do not know how many of them in the fourth quarter, but uh, that's just impossible. Westbrook, uh, KD, Booker, and Pollard, every time they go to the rim, it just feels like they are calling anything. And then when Westbrook goes in, I mean, he's got less free throw attempts. Uh, obviously in all of them, but it's it just Suns overpowering. They've got too much depth, at least with the three main starters. I mean, four main starters, especially with Aiden, but thought Westbrook could get it done a little bit. I mean, they had a close five-point game. Absolutely not. But we had a cl- what, ga- the game maybe, where maybe Phoenix for- had 46 free throws. I mean, they lost by five. Maybe for a game. Maybe for a game. It, I mean, they should 46 free throws. Shock it, Phoenix, to be in the... To be, like, literally, they're going to win the West. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't want to. What I don't want what, to. What team in the West don't can want to. beat them? Sacramento, no. Golden State, no. I think any team Denver, can beat them. I Denver, saw... Denver can. I think any team really can. I think any team can make it out of this West. No. That advances to the next round. I, I really do, because... I mean, you saw this Suns team, they're, they're having to beat Zubak and Westbrook and Norman Powell and Bones Highland. I mean, they're barely doing that. And this Suns team is loaded. They're taking it easy on these guys. They're they are not, not taking it easy. They are not wasting energy on this team. They're like, ah, they turn it on in the fourth quarter, bro. Go look at the box scores. Yeah. Go look, the fourth quarter, every game, the Suns just turn it on. I mean, they just lally gag with them. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna they're gonna chalk their way to the freaking championship. It's gonna be the Suns in Boston. I'm probably see Boston making out of the East for sure, um, especially with Milwaukee gone. <laughs> Gosh, that was, that's awful. All right, uh, let's move on to the Kings and Golden State seven game series. I'm just presuming I, Golden State comes back, ties it up. I tweeted, I tweeted this call. I said, well, final possession. I said, Kings, do not let. Harrison Barnes, shoot the damn ball. Ten seconds later, do you know what happened for the final shot? Harrison Barnes shot the damn ball. Uh, what are you doing? Letting Harrison freaking Barnes shoot a three-point, shoot any shot. That dude is so bad. That's why the Warriors left him open. I, they knew from experience. He was on that team where he went, what, 0 for 9 in the finals game? After they paid him millions and millions of dollars? They left him open because they knew it don't matter where he shoots. He is not making it. Just terrible. What are you doing? Why are you leaving him open? Why is Sabonis down there? Just put him on three-point line. Throw Barnes down there or something where he was ineffective. Just stupid. Stupid by the Kings. Harrison Barnes sucks. I could go score. I'll score on him. I think Golden State ends up winning that series. They probably do now. Yeah, it's it's so hard to win an Oracle. It's so hard. Or Chase. Wherever can, they play can, now. Can they steal one in Sacramento? 
they can. Or is it just going to go home, 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 and Sacramento takes it? It might go home, 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 because Golden State is terrible on the road, but they know how to win in the playoffs. They know how to win when it matters. Sacramento don't have that experience, man. No. I was shocked to see them go up 2-0. It should be up 3-1. Well, it's 2-2 because yep. they lack that experience. Yep, exactly. So, I mean, I think they can still win at home just because of the experience and they know how to win. And especially if you got Kevin Looney coming in and dropping buckets and getting 20 rebounds a game. So, uh, Two more games to talk about. Denver and Minnesota. Minnesota stays alive. Uh, force a game four or game five. Uh, Denver 3-1 lead. Uh, had a chance. I mean, they scored 12 points in under uh, a minute and a half to get it to overtime. Then again, got it tied again with about less than a minute left in overtime, but ultimately fell up short. Just nothing fell for Denver besides Jokic. Jokic got a 43-point double-double. Uh, Anthony Edwards went off, hit his shots. Gobert, Cat, just not the team, just not the teaming up we thought. I, I didn't think it'd be great, but just haven't looked good, really. Haven't really connected. Not playing well together. Yeah, I mean, who do you think takes the series? That's a serious question. <laughs> the Nuggets. I mean, no. They're, they're next round. I oh. Mean, the first, screw the first round. <laughs> you know they're going to take down Timberwolves. Yeah, give me the Nuggets over the Suns just because I, I, I need this. <laughs> I need it for my mental health. <laughs> I just I just don't know, man. I, I don't know either. I, I got a healthy Nuggets team in this. I mean, this is the best basketball the Denver's played in the playoffs because every year – <laughs> they go to seven games with every single opponent, no matter what round it is. Denver goes to seven. So, uh, they're finally out. They should have slept the other night, but get it done in well, five. So, I mean, we're, I mean, I know we're seriously talking about the first round, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm kind of looking past that. You really think Minnesota can come back and win another game or two? No, Denver in five. I, I think Denver by five. I think Denver in five. That's what I said. I, and I, you know, I think you can <laughs> definitely parlay it where. Boston and Denver both cover at home because those two teams just come off losses and they're just going to want to win yeah. at home, take care of business. I mean, I would take their spreads and not their money lines. Mm-hmm. So they're going to win big, both of them. All right, final game game that we're mo- I'm mostly intrigued about pretty much, Lakers and Grizzlies. I mean, this is <laughs> Dylan Brooks. This is the best series. <laughs> Poked the bear and then punched the bear. <laughs> Got ejected uh, last game for punching LeBron in the no-nos. Uh, not going to be able to record this in time, or recording this before game, what, game four? Start. So, start of game four, so we don't know if Lakers go up 3-1 or Minnesota ties it 2-2. But uh, just embarrassing by the Grizzlies. I mean, what was it, 35-9 to in the first quarter? They got it to within about seven or nine uh, in the fourth quarter. John Morant took over in the fourth quarter. That's this young man is going to be a baller. 22 straight points for Memphis. No one else decided to show up. Dylan Brooks is embarrassing. I mean, he had like five points, three of 13 from the field, uh, one injection. So uh, not a Dylan Brooks fan. Yeah, it's good for the league, but uh, I can't believe I'm rooting for the Lakers to just humble a team like this. Six minutes into the game, Anthony Davis or LeBron have not scored. Wow. 
in their I mean, one-point game, though. That's, that's crazy. So, that's good. Uh, Rui Hachimura is stepping up. Austin Reeves is stepping up no, for these teams. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt. seven. Wow. Yeah. Otherwise, though, those two have been big this there series. Brooks leading his team. Talk that talk, walk that walk. He Six got, points. He got four points four. leading the team. <laughs> four points. Yeah, so I think you think Lakers get this here? I think Lakers uh, going to win this I think series. Lakers win a night by ten points. Yeah. I think Lakers going to win this series. Uh, big statement for LeBron and his legacy. I mean, seven seed. They were 2-10 and ten this season. 0.2% chance to win the play, make the playoffs. Getting it, beating a two seed that had been there all season. Uh, and no Memphis young team, but I mean they had a they've been in the playoffs now before, and they've they've had this team together for a while. No Stephen Adams, but uh, pretty impressive by the Lakers turning this season around and ultimately most likely getting to a second second round series with uh, they will face either Kings or Golden State. So and maybe by that time the Kings or Golden State are going to be too tired after the seven games. So. I mean, these games tomorrow are just going to be blowouts. On Mon- uh, Tuesday? Tuesday? Chalk on the board. All right, we got Hawks, Celtics. You got? Celtics, big. All right, I'm taking Celtics. Timberwolves, Nuggets. Nuggets, big. Nuggets also. Clippers, Suns. Suns in a close game. Give me Clippers. Why not? I think Paul George might be back for this one, I think. He might. He could be back. But uh, anything else on the NBA playoffs? No. Not right. at all there. Right. I mean, who's your championship game right now? Uh, probably. I mean, no Milwaukee now. Give me Celtics. Uh, I'll I'll homer and go Nuggets, but probably be. Yeah, just, I'll homer go Nuggets. I I think winner of Nuggets Suns makes the championship. And so it'll be the. What's the next series? Uh, the Warriors and or Warriors go, or Sacramento versus the Lakers. Lakers, yeah. I mean, any three of those teams are just going to get rambled in the Western Conference Finals. I think. Yeah. I mean, Kings, they make the Western Conference Finals. They lose them five to either one of those teams. Yeah. Lakers, six. Yeah, because LeBron can go nuclear yeah. and facilitate a team. Anthony and what Davis. What was the other one? Warriors, five. Warriors, five. Really? I really, I just don't think the Warriors are strong, man. I mean, they're not gonna win on the road against yeah. those teams. Yeah, that's true. They might lose one at home, and it's just yeah. That winner of that matchup, I we agree on the East, and we both agree that whoever wins that matchup is taking it home. Yeah, I I just don't see the Sixers as a threat. I I really don't. With yeah, Joel I mean, and I, I, Harden, mean Joel. I mean until they do, until they can do it. Yeah. So. I'm not going to spend six years. They say this every year. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else on the NBA? No. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, next, this week coming up, we'll have our NFL draft preview. Doing some NFL draft on Thursday, draft day. Uh us move final segment, sharing our burger and brat. Who wants to go first? Go for it. All right. I'm sharing my burger and brat with the Earth. It was Earth Day this past weekend. Uh, here's some ways to help the planet. Uh, number one, I mean, easily turn off the appliances, lights that you're not using. Number two, use some canvas bags when you go shopping. Take those tote bags. Don't use the plastic bags they have. Also, you can update your LED lights better for the environment and also save you a lot of money if they're brand new and updated. 
compost, especially foods. I mean, go compost in your backyard. Give that food to the animals out there. It breaks down a lot easier than landfills. And then lastly, grow an awesome-looking green garden. I mean, they look cool in everyone's yard. Go grow one. Those are just some ways uh, to help the earth. So share my burn rot with the earth, Earth Day, this past weekend. I am going to share my burn rot with Tommy Edmund. He is uh, staging me on a parlay this week. So I was on a uh, three out of three. Uh, one more. Tommy uh, is the Cardinals uh, plus one and a half. Down by two going to the ninth. Dude hits a solo shot with two outs. They lost, they lost by one. <laughs> so I hit the parlay. Tommy home run. Tommy Edmund a home run for the boys. We, we cashed a couple hundred bucks. That was a good little hit. So. Tommy Edmund, I'd like to share a burger and brow with you, my friend. <laughs> Save Cole some money there. Uh, all right, everyone, thank you all for listening. Breaking news with Aaron Rodgers, the OU spring game, and then some NBA playoff first-round updates. And then stay tuned next week for our NFL, or later this week, for our NFL draft preview and see who we have going first off the board to the Carolina Panthers. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you follow on any platform. At Burgers and Rocks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitter, and Pandora, Twitter, and Instagram. Burgers and Rocks. This is here today with links to Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. At Burgers and Rocks. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe.